Of course, there's always the back thought in my mind that you guys could become the apples of epilepsy, right? Do you think that you'll ever go Steve Jobs and get like okay. different models and, and yeah, have like headphone sets that actually monitor epilepsy and, okay, I'm going to be Bose now and cancel noise at the same time and play your favorite music through Spotify. Ever thought of that? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, the sky's the limit. There you go. Future collaboration. It, it, it is. It is really interesting. Yeah, the, there are so many wearables today. It's, uh, so many health wearables or other wearables that are, I mean, not maliciously, but but tracking different biometric data. The things that you can do are are pretty exciting. So yeah, we said sky's the limit. Well, and and that's something you guys were talking about a uh, wrist wearable that might be able to uh, interface. Is that something you yeah, guys are doing? Yeah, is that something you guys are developing yourselves or are you kind of brainstorming that with outside entities or? Yeah, so as you can imagine, you know, when we're using this in the hospital, um, the nurses are using a tablet right. and the sensors are transmitting the data to the tablet and getting it to the cloud. But when we go to our outpatient monitoring or ambulatory, ambulatory or, or home monitoring, um, you know, we were simply substituting that tablet for a smartwatch. And then that the sensors will then transmit data to that smartwatch and the smartwatch gets the data to the cloud securely uh, where we can analyze it. Cool. And it's your choice on smartwatch then. You're not you're gonna be more like Android and less oh. like Apple. A little more open source <laughs> there. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully hopefully we'll get to the the point where we can use just about any smartwatch, but um, initially we'll we'll have our own to try to um, you know best control data usage, battery usage, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Safety purposes. Safety. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. But now, uh, yeah, de definitely the direction that things are going, we'll we'll be able to get uh, get this on multiple smartwatches in the future. Right on. I like that. I like that. Now, you guys at the moment um, before. <laughs> Before any of our listeners like try and get on Amazon and order one or anything like that, I guess we should preface that this is still in <laughs> clinical trials, correct? Like there's there's a few hospitals correct. around the country that are that are working with patients on this. So it's not widely available just yet. However, things are looking pretty positive from what I've heard. And so do you guys have an estimated or hopeful timeline on this? Or is that still kind of up in the air? Ooh. <laughs> I know, I know the question. That's a the tough big one. question. Uh, well, um, currently we have a, a grant from the NIH that allows us to recruit more patients, both uh, children age six through adults. And that's, that allows us to improve upon our seizure detection algorithms, the artificial intelligence. And um, if everything goes well, you know, we're looking at a couple of years, maybe less, but probably about a couple of years, I would imagine. That's that's pretty good, man. Nice. I like that. And I think what that also shows is that there's there's a lot of positive um there's a lot of positive feedback and a lot of positive interest in what you guys are doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, like like Nico said, we hear from we hear from people every day. 
That is fantastic. How does that feel, by the way? How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, you know, it, 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 it's, it gives you the warm fuzzy that you're actually building something that people that people want and will actually help them. You know, it's it's quite quite different than building a comer, a, a consumer device, I guess. Yeah, and, and it can be interesting. I, it's it's pretty easy to to get heads down, focus on development timelines, focus on what we need to do as a company, and and being able to speak to people all the time is 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 pretty grounding. Um, and it and it reminds you that you are doing something that matters. You are doing something that that's really going to impact a lot of people. So it it's. And it's it's a great thing to just keep pulling you along and keep pulling you through the journey. Nice. And, and um, you know, especially like it, it takes feedback from from people living with epilepsy on, you know, how does this look? How does it feel? You know, um, especially wearing it at night while you sleep. And and so it takes uh, feedback from from the community to uh, really make this work. There you go. There you go. Sometimes great things happen from the ground up. And I think you guys are are really Absolutely. indicative yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes me think uh, that um, you know we're going to be at American Epilepsy Society meeting this year in December. It's in Chicago. Um, a lot of neurologists are you know come to that. So mostly epileptologists. And so yeah, I would encourage you to uh, have them look us up while we're at American Epilepsy Society. We'll have a poster on our machine learning, artificial intelligence detection of seizures. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anybody who wants to tell their neurologist about us, they can reach out to us directly. We're, we're always happy to talk to them. They can come see us at ES. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Yep. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, I just know that, you know, a lot of, a, a lot of my progress really started when I honestly put my foot down and decided that, that, that I had to, I had to take the wheel and, of my own ship and the neurologists and the rest of my team are only there to trim my sails. I'm in charge of my wheel. So anyone out there, just remember, man, it's your ship. So tell your neurologists about this because it's going to benefit everybody in the long run. It's going to make everybody's job easier. It's going to make Mark and Nico's job easier. It's going to make your neurologist's job easier. And it's going to get you through your healing easier as, as well. So that's my advice. Yeah, love it. Love it. And I hope I hope this is appropriate. But, you know, we were talking earlier, Micah, that you were trying uh, new new medication recently. and And we want to make that easier for people to find the right dose reduce side effects, you know, maintain seizure control, that kind of thing. And we think that this sensor will help do that. Yeah. And you make a really great point in that. Um, in fact, I won't name names per se, but uh, you're actually doing some trials with one of my epileptologists. And this might be a good, good time to bring this point up is right now during this transition would be a ideal time to put a couple on my head because then we can monitor the effects of the transitions off of medical treatment onto the dietary treatment that we're going to try. Then we don't have to rely entirely on the diary and 
things like that. There's actually data that's being transferred as well. That's brilliant, Mark. Thank you. I hadn't even thought about that until just now. I knew there was a reason I set this meeting up, like an entirely selfish reason, of course. <laughs> well, like you said, you got to take control, right? <laughs> right. But that's another, that is another perfect example of, of practical application of this kind of technology. Those kind of transitions, like when I had to get hard stopped off of that trial drug they had, that would have been another perfect time to have one of those suckers on my head. Would have been a great time to have it off my mm -hmm. head. So those kind of cases, I'm one of the, I'm one of the 30% of epilepsy patients who don't respond to drug treatment. And so, you know, this gives us 33, well, no, 33.33 repeat. I don't know. I, I always got screwed up with pi and, and circles. It, it's okay. Anyway, anyway, those of us could find some kind of relief and maybe even fun, find some kind of answers through this. So, yeah, I like this. I like this a lot. Right on. Um, Epitel.com. E-P-I-T-E-L.com. That's where you go. Uh, so, so we, we get emails all the time. We're, we're always open to them. Um, like you said, this is, this is a community that we're trying to build up. So we're always happy. There's a, there's a contact us form on our, on our, um, website, but we can also, we can, you have our personal email addresses. You can give mine out. I'm happy to receive any emails. You got it, Nico. Right on, man. Right on. Thank you. And I'll tell you what, these guys got back to me really fast too. It was like, it's not like these guys stuff their contact stuff into like some corner or anything. They actually check it just to let you guys know. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for your time today. I love it. This was great. Would you be interested in, in talking again with new updates and, and innovation or anything like that? Because I definitely want to know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be following you guys anyway. Yeah, and so if anything yeah. changes and I don't hear from you, you know you'll be hearing from me. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we want to hear from people because, you know, ultimately we're building these for the community. And, um, yeah, like I said, if it's, if, uh, if there's something that we're missing, you know, we need to know. Right. If there's any practical application or any thoughts or feedbacks that, that anyone in the epilepsy community or caregiving community might be able to provide for Epitel, let them know, let me know. And I'll make sure like, like Nico said, I'll, I'll provide Nico's direct email address in, in the description in the box. And so we'll make sure people can get a hold of you, man. And don't hesitate. These guys, these guys are personable. These guys are people. These guys are people and they care. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you everyone out there, all of my Fuster Cluck family for joining us for this episode. It was amazing. Um, I hope you all got a, something out of it. If not, you fell asleep. So be good to yourselves out there. Drive fast, take chances, <laughs> live light, <laughs> laugh loud.
and remember that it's all in your head. Oh, and unexpect the expected. See ya. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a hoof what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected, and that it's all in your head. That glass, take a minute to sit the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crushing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny mark off for the rough a bucket of slim fast.